We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Dolphins score 70 points. Perloff not impressed. Hey, welcome to the show, Baggy Gray and <laughs> Andrew Perloff. We got so much to get into from last night. Cincinnati Bengals get the win. Don't look great. Perloff's Eagles look awesome, but... You and I were off yesterday, Perloff, so we've got a little bit from the weekend to get off of our chest. I come in, I say, wow, Miami and Philadelphia could be the two best teams in the NFL. And you're like, Miami? What? And you looked at me like I had two heads. No. Okay. They're definitely an elite team. But this game did not mean what everyone thought it meant. Hanging 70 on the Broncos is like beating your 10-year-old kid in one-on-one in basketball in the backyard. The Broncos what? are a JV team. Okay. Through and through. They, they could- are bad. I was watching yesterday. It was like Georgia playing UT Martin. Once a running back got through the line, they just could not tackle them ever. And then you find out that they're sitting in the 100-degree heat in Miami, and the Broncos were exhausted, poorly coached, terrible game plan. This does not mean they're about to go around and put 70 on your Buffalo Bills, Maggie. This was more a function of the opponent than anything else. And I know you're going to say, well, okay, well, they've won the two games before that. The Chargers' defense in week one is terrible, and then the Patriots completely slowed them down. That game came down in the final two minutes. Yeah, but they still were like basically at the league average of scoring against a very good Patriots team. Oh, the Patriots, team. that's another the scrub defense, team. Okay, the defense yeah. is very good for the Patriots. The offense is bad, and Mac Jones doesn't look good. We could talk about that, but the Patriots' defense is good. Chargers' defense is not good. So you saw you saw Miami have an awesome offensive game. Here's the thing about dropping 70. You said it's like Georgia playing UT Martin or something. Yeah. This is a professional league, and the Denver Broncos are not tanking. This is a team that actually mm. is going out and trying to win. Someone uh, who has a, a, a coach who's like openly talking about how he hopes he gets into the Hall of Fame. This is embarrassing for Denver, for yeah. sure. We'll get into that side of it. But to say that, like, to not give Miami the credit after this game, I think, is just being sour grapes. Well, let's let everyone into the production room and then tell them the second conversation we had. What was When that? I revealed the spread of the game, Buffalo is a three-point favorite of Miami. You were shocked. I was very surprised. How? This is because Vegas knows hanging 70 on Denver means nothing when you're going to visit Buffalo. Because, first of all, the Bills are always home favorites. The Bills haven't been an underdog in like five years. Very proud of the home field advantage. Vegas loves the Buffalo Bills. So that is one thing to take into account. But I just don't think it translates. I don't think what happened on Sunday against Denver translates to the future. I think they're obviously an elite team. They're a very, very good team. But I just, I just don't think they're going to be dropping those kind of numbers on big-time defenses. I don't know if Buffalo has that. You, you've been yeah, a little critical of Buffalo's they, defense. Listen, the, the game they played on Sunday against Washington Commanders was the best defensive performance I've seen from the Bills yeah. literally this century. 
Well, that's this a, century. It's not going to be as but, good. Isn't it funny that Denver got lit up by that same Washington offense that could do nothing against Buffalo? That's true. Denver obviously has real fundamental problems, and it was just so embarrassing the way they played against the Dolphins. They gave up in every possible way, and I think they were also having serious heat issues. So I think that added to it. I just don't see this translating. I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they're definitely in the mix in the AFC, but everyone's talking about like this: if it's Miami and then the rest of the conference. No. No, 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 no. There are a lot of really good teams are going to be challenging Miami. They're two points away from, you know, creating history and becoming, uh, setting the record for the single season, you know, most points, excuse me, in a single game yeah. in NFL history. And I love how Mike McDaniel said, you know, we didn't want to go for that record because we thought it'd be bad karma. It's like, you basically did. I mean, <laughs> it's not like... It's well, not like you really call. You did call off the dogs, and Denver really couldn't do much about it. But you made a statement. You certainly embarrassed your opponent beyond like sportsmanlike, you know, sportsmanship. But I don't begrudge the Dolphins for doing that, and I would not have begrudged them if they had got had gone for the record. It's professional sports. Yeah, I, and obviously, I think there is some background where the Broncos did not give Mike McDaniel an interview or something. He was uh, a ball boy. Yeah, he was a ball boy. And, and of course, Vic Fangio. Yeah, there was, was a lot going on there. Fired. But yes. honestly, they brought in Mike White, and they were trying to <laughs> call off the dogs. <laughs> but anybody could have thrown a touchdown against the Broncos on Sunday. It was seven on seven football. There was no pressure on Tua the entire game. He obviously did whatever he did, but it wasn't just that you could not tackle the running backs. They could not make a single tackle. Two had 309 yards. I think 250 of them were the running backs just running wild because you throw a screen pass and Denver's like, all right, you got us. Just run to the end zone. It was terrible. It was shocking how bad that was. That 50-point uh, point differential was more in one game than like the first six of Nathaniel Hackett's games coaching in Denver. <laughs> and I know that Sean Payton called out Nathaniel Hackett and Nathaniel Hackett deserved to get called out last year. They did a terrible job, but talk about bad karma. It's like, it's all come back around on yeah. Sean Payton. I know this is supposed to be a Miami conversation, but this has all come back around on Sean Payton, right? Because he came in talking really tough saying, we got to get rid of Russell Wilson's personal trainer. He can't have an office anymore. Mm. You basically took away his parking spot. And now Russell Wilson, I, I don't know if he's looking for a reason to bench him or whatever. I do not think Russell Wilson has actually been the biggest problem for Denver. Biggest pro- I don't think he's top 10 problems. I'll and, tell you, Russell Wilson, did, did you? I don't know if you saw the very beginning of the game. They came out. Miami, of course, just stormed down the field for a touchdown. Then Denver got the ball. Russell just boom, boom, boom. And then he threw a 40-yard dart to Cortland Sutton where Cortland Sutton's feet were in bounds, but Peyton didn't challenge it yeah. because he, it seems like he's lost his fastball and gave the ball right back to Miami. He's doing a terrible job coaching. I mean, there's just no way around it. And you can blame whoever you want to blame. Yeah. You can blame Hackett as he did before the season, you know, and then blamed it on having too much coffee that he got too honest with the USA Today yeah. reporter about how terrible Hackett was. But now there's no one else to blame. No, you lose by 50. That's on you. It's totally on you. Yeah. Let's hear Sean Payton. This is him uh, getting angry with a reporter after the loss. You said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I mean, it's- I'm more. Third time the team has scored 70 points over 700. What's the question? What's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. <laughs> I mean, it's like you got to take the medicine here. You got to stand up there and take every question. And honestly, like he could use... He could use a lesson, and it's going to sound crazy, from how Dion handled getting slaughtered by Oregon. My ducks. 
you know, at least took the butt whooping. You just got to take it in stride. And I know Peyton did say some things about, you know, uh, it, it took their medicine a little bit, but you got to just fight through that and be a little bit more gracious. It can't just be all about your ego. Next question. <laughs> can't next question after you lose by 50. You got to stay up, stand up there and answer every last question. Yeah. I mean, the, the interesting thing about them is they have the Bears next. Yeah. Nice and then they, have spot. The, then they have the Jets. So this is bad. Losing 70 to 20 is bad. Losing to the Bears or the Jets, that'd be really bad. Like, you can't, he can't get a mulligan and just say, you know what? This was the wrong team. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, you can't do that. You signed on and you wonder, like, what's going to happen next, right? Yeah. So maybe they do beat the Bears. The Bears got blown out uh, in Kansas City and no one even noticed. The best thing that happened to the Bears on Sunday yeah. was what? Well, uh, Travis Kelsey, yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. But, well, some some people like, wait, notice. who are they playing again? Like, a lot, there are a lot of Bears fans in this world, and they certainly notice it, and they are certainly think, getting tired. I think they were honestly thankful that Taylor Swift showed up. Yeah. It's like, maybe no one will remember this as us getting our butts whooped by Kansas City, that we were the opponent. They're just going to remember this was the time that Taylor Swift showed up at the uh, Chiefs game. Uh, absolutely. But okay, one thing, if they beat Chicago, which they probably should, but they might not, then they have the Jets in Denver. If the Jets win in Denver. They won in Denver last year. Yeah, was that the uh, – if they win in Denver against Sean Payton, then it, this is bad. I mean, <laughs> that is, this, that's the real this is bad really karma. Bad. Uh, Losing to Hackett. I just think we need to do a lot of what, – what's the property? Associated property. Just the fact that Denver got – you know, their defense got killed by Washington. Washington has one of the worst offenses in the NFL. You have to judge this game differently because – Denver's defense is just historically bad right now. And I'm sorry, Vance Joseph used to be a good defensive coordinator. It doesn't seem like he has any idea where the ball is going to go now. I, I'm very confused by the whole thing. I think it really goes to coaching. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We want to say hello to the Weedos and the Purple Drankers. Missed you guys yesterday. You want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where to do it. We say hello to our amazing CBS Sports Radio affiliates across the country. Of course, you can listen to us on the free Odyssey app or Sirius XM channel 158. Uh, okay, lots more to do, including reaction from last night. I'm surprised you're not gloating a little bit more after last night. <laughs> Beating Baker Mayfield in the Bucks? No, no, no. Half Listen. the team had the flu, and you guys still won. And it wasn't even the most impressive game that you've had. Are you kidding Not me? Not even close. The Eagles have gotten to the point where you don't even notice a 25-11 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have much bigger... We. I went we there. Yeah. yeah. Well. We have much bigger... <laughs> Fish to fry, we uh, like the Dolphins. No, yeah. we we basically have not played weeks. the perfect game, but I'm so happy with the fact that it's such a, a run defense team. That's how you win Super Bowls. They're an amazing running team. They're the best running team in the league. Well, now maybe Miami's going to challenge them. But the fact that they do that and defense, I couldn't be happier. But you're not gloating about the Bills? No, I'm not. Because, right, you beat the Commanders. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> we'll see what happens against Miami this weekend. We're already looking ahead, but a lot more to do, including from last night. Just an idea. It's just bad. It's just a bad idea. You'll ask me if I have a solution. Maybe. I know the idea is bad. I don't know if my solution is going to work, but I know the idea stinks. We have a lot to clean up too from the weekend, including Andrew Perloff, and I both paying off a couple different bets. What am I paying off? What are you paying off? Did I lose a bet? Yes. Not that I know about. Well, Stu, you weren't here on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not getting... Pro Don't let Perloff off the hook. Wait, pause. 
Hold that yeah, thought. Um, Let's jog I'm your memory. I'm very nervous. Not only did you lose a bet, I'm uh, hoping that a package oh, is arriving at your house oh, pretty soon. Oh, that bet. Oh, boy. That's not I'm good. ready to pay up. I lost the college football head-to-head. I'm going to pay for the Peking Duck. It is happening. I know Stu's like, what? I miss a lot. I know. <laughs> you missed a couple days. I miss a lot. I'm going to pay for the Peking Duck. You say it as if everyone knows what that means. Come on, guys. Yes, I, I lost. I'm paying for the right, Peking Duck. We need to take a break so I can compose myself here now that I realize that I'm in for a very embarrassing moment. I'm, I'm quite shocked that you may have forgotten about this. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We recap everything. Your phone calls. Perloff's not giving the Miami Dolphins the credit that I am giving them. 70 points. Yes, uh, you hang it on Denver. You hung it on another professional franchise is what you did. I think that Miami deserves credit for that. Perloff says you got to look at the opponent, and this is more an indictment on Denver than it is a positive for Miami. We want to hear from you. Again, 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie, what happened to the first uh, 16 minutes of the Bengals-Rams game? It wasn't It wasn't on anywhere as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. What the heck is going on with the doubleheader? My Eagles were going against the Bucks, 7 o'clock Eastern, 8.30 Rams-Bengals. Didn't like it. Don't like it. Don't want to see these Stack double headers moving forward. I can only watch one game at a time on a Monday night. Yeah, which is so weird. This is what I love about people complaining about this. Yeah. On Sunday, you'll try to watch yeah. eight games yeah. at once. But <laughs> heaven forbid they put two on on Monday and they stagger it by an hour. Well, then they do the double box and then I can't see either game. And I'm like, what's happening here? Go away from the double box. If I want to flip over to ESPN, I know where it is. I know, but they only do the double box when it's in the red zone so that you can see scoring opportunities so all people with fantasy teams don't get up in arms about how they can't watch every scoring play. And don't even get me started on the fact that 
Amazon. I have to go out of Amazon to go watch Thursday Night Football on ESPN. <laughs> do you realize this is peak sad dad? Well, do you realize that all of America is having the same problem? Streaming sports is problematic because you can't flip between games. That's, oh, yeah. that's a real issue. No, that I do not like. Um, I'm being held hostage. Yeah. I have to sit through the commercials. But, okay, I understand everyone's got to make a living. However, last night, I yeah. don't know why people have such a big problem with this doubleheader. <laughs> like, what did you, you – you either pick a game – or you just pick the game that's closer. Yeah, which was the Rams-Bengals. Yeah. But there was something about the Rams-Bengals that was kind of... It was an ugly aesthetic last night. I did not enjoy that game, uh, in part because of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was immobile. I, I was really surprised that they actually had him out there. I didn't know it was going to look this bad, which is you know, him throwing the ball 50 times last night because they... I, for, I don't know why they threw the ball 50 times, but Joe Burrow like couldn't really move. The calf is clearly an issue. He can move maybe once or twice. I think he was able to scramble a little bit, and that was basically kind of to save his life. He was not doing any design runs, obviously, and Joe Burrow doesn't do a lot of those anyways. But it's like it almost felt like a liability to have him yeah. back there, even though he was able to do enough for them to win the game. Well, they needed him in there. They're not going to win that game otherwise. Then they fall to 0-3. And, and don't make me pull out the sad dad numbers on what happens to 0-3 <laughs> teams. Uh, I, listen, here's the thing. He's always been super tough. Came back from uh, his rookie year he had towards ACL. Came yep. back way sooner and tougher than everyone thought. He uh, He's such a gamer. I mean, I know I'm throwing cliches out there, but you have to appreciate the toughness of Joe Burrow. Okay, here was Joe Burrow last night on the risk of him playing her. There is risk to, to go out there and uh, potentially re-injure it, but there's also a risk to go out there and be 0-3. So um, I, I wanted to be out there for, for my guys, and you know I was confident that I would be able to do what I needed to to, to get the win. Okay, listen, give him the tough guy award. Clearly he's earned it. He can play hurt. He proved that last night. But I just have to ask you, like, what are the Bengals in this for, right? Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to have now a player who is going to be playing most likely with an injured calf. Those These yep. things don't just miraculously, like miraculously rather, clear up on their own. Continuing to play this season, do you think this is going to get better or worse? It's going to get worse. <laughs> How's it going to get better? Time. I mean, listen, they have games at Tennessee and at Arizona. If they can put up a good 21 against Tennessee, they win that by a touchdown. Then Arizona, I'm a little nervous about, but... I, I think that it's going to get better. Why will, an injury gets better? That's what happens. You but now when you keep playing on it, and he's telling you there's a risk to re-injure at all times. Listen, Tennessee might be woeful, but their defense is not bad. Yeah. And Arizona's been competitive in every game and just beat the Cowboys. So there's no like rest here. There's no lull. You should have sat him out. Probably week one would have been the smarter mm -hmm. move. Just like Jamar Chase basically told you over the summer, his own teammates said to do that. Yeah. And now he's going to just be dealing with this very painful calf injury throughout the season. You can't feel good about your Super Bowl chances. You're breaking the cardinal rule of our show. You're betting against Joe Burrow. You're <laughs> betting against Joe Burrow. I hear it. You don't think Joe Burrow could pull this off. Why would you ever have doubt in this man? He's done nothing but win his senior year at LSU, win in the NFL. Normal rules don't apply. He seems to be blessed. Do you really think he's making it through the whole season healthy? I would take him over Tua to make it through the whole season healthy. You, yes. You can't do that. That'd be crazy. What? He's what are already you hurt. Side bet. Joe Burrow plays more games with Tua Tungabailoa this season. I will take that bet. Let's go. Okay. I, I, you might have to do just two lessons, first. but I have Joe Burrow. <laughs> but first.
So I guess I am betting against Joe Burrow, which is a cardinal. And you sin. broke another rule. This you bet on the Atlanta Falcons to go over, which was dumb. <laughs> the next time somebody, the next time I do this, somebody just yank me off the stage with just like one of those big vaudeville yeah. hooks and <laughs> never let me yeah. come back. I couldn't believe it. Yes, I turned into that Detroit Atlanta game, and the the first thing I hear is like, "Boy, these defenses are playing well." I'm like, "Ah, of course I took the over. Who cares? It's not about me. It's about Perloff." Because we're talking about bets. Okay. Did you finally remember in the break? I did. The bet you lost this weekend. I did. It was a little confusing because I had multiple bets. We had a college football bet on five big games this weekend. Uh, the stakes being the loser buys Peking Duck on Thursday, which I can't wait for because yeah. I, I squeaked out the win there. But I bet on the Colorado Buffaloes to cover the 21-point spread against Nick in Texas, loyal show listener. Yep. And now, now is where things get murky. I have to dress up as a buffalo. Yeah. Nick sent me some photos that I don't, I don't even know if I can share them with people. <laughs> why? <laughs> Just different images of what a buffalo suit. I mean, he sent me a. It's like hedonistic. Like why? Can't I don't know. He them? sent me a four thousand dollar buffalo mascot. He's <laughs> like, you guys can afford this, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I really appreciate that everyone thinks we can afford them. And then it was very clear. He's like. You have to wear it so the head is so big that you can't put your headphones on. He wants a giant buffalo head and maybe even a real buffalo. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, a no, real he's going, buffalo? Nick's lost his mind. He really expects me to go all out to dress like a buffalo. because he's that like, was no taxidermist? I, I don't even want to go down that road. Yeah, exactly. But I, just because I lost this bet, which I lost badly, that was over quickly. Yes. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to find a normal, reasonably priced buffalo outfit these days. <laughs> Inflation is yeah, affecting a lot of things, honestly, <laughs> starting yeah. with buffalo costumes. Well, you want to know why the economy sucks? It's yeah, because I know. you can't find a decent, a decently priced buffalo head anymore. That's how you so, know. So, yeah, we have a little problem there. I don't know where I'm going to get this buffalo head or how it's going to go down, but I have to dress up as a buffalo. Now, I'm a little worried because you famously dress up as a duck for the show, Advice yeah. Duck. Am I stepping on your territory? No, no, no. I was totally cool with you taking this bet. I I wanted someone else to experience the both pleasure and pain of having to wear an animal suit on this show because it really does change your life in many meaningful ways. And by that, I mean a lot of very weird photos of yourself on the internet. <laughs> yeah. A buffalo sounds cool. I mean, I, I'd like to have horns and be like a big buffalo head guy. <laughs> That's well, kind of cool. I, I I don't think that you'd like it. Now you have to do it. What about your buffalo bills? Do they? a lot of people wear buffalo costumes Yeah, for I can that? find you a buffalo head. Am I allowed to wear a red and blue buffalo head? Listen, because that obviously is Buffalo Bills and not the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm willing to be like, you know, expand the borders of what you can get here because I don't expect you to spend four grand on a buffalo suit. Wait, first of all, you're not even involved in the bet, so I don't even want to hear what you <laughs> well, have to I mean, say about this. You just asked me yeah, what yeah, yeah. I thought. I said I think it's fine. Okay. Well, we're going to work on that. I lost a bet. I'm actually surprised. I was so confident that that 21-point spread was ridiculous. And, man, it took about 11 minutes of game action to realize that there was a reason Oregon was such a huge favorite over Colorado. Yeah, that was a thorough whitewashing. Yep. But as I predicted, it doesn't mean the Dion and Colorado story has lost a lot of steam. What I did not anticipate is Oregon and Dan Lanning and the pregame speech and after the game, the halftime speech, everything – 
how their, you know, star has really shined through this whole thing. I didn't think that Oregon was going to get such a significant bump off of this, but I really believe they have. There were a lot of eyeballs watching that game, obviously, and Oregon played one of their best games. They were suffocating on defense. They were uh, almost perfect on offense. I think that makes sense. You get really beat up if you lose to Colorado. TCU just got destroyed. And I think you get a bump if you beat them. But the thing is, USC will take over. If USC beats Colorado, then they'll get all the glory and we'll forget about the Oregon game. And it doesn't matter because the Pac-12 is so elite right now. There's like five must-see TV games in the next five weeks between all these teams. So Oregon, I, I think it was exciting, but let's see them play Washington. Let's see them play USC. Let's see all this because I think it's setting up, and I kind of credit Dion for this. This is the most exciting conference in the country right now by yes. far. And I think Colorado's going to play these teams that are just going to become very visible. I do disagree, though. I do think you can't argue that the story hasn't lost some steam after the blowout. Uh, I don't know. Do you think Dion is just as big a deal before the loss as he is now? Well, let's hear from Dan Lanning, Oregon head coach, my Ducks, everyone, as I have jumped on the Ducks bandwagon this season. This was Dan Lanning, Oregon's coach, talking about Dion Sanders' impact on college football. I'm also grateful and and can clearly acknowledge that the attention that we got this Saturday in large part was due to Dion and what he's doing to college football. And if anybody can't see what he's done for college football and how he's bringing excitement to college football, you're crazy. Um, he's done a lot for the game. He's, he's building something over there. I think that's really, really clear. There you go. I mean, that's the coach who just smoked Colorado and, you know, was definitely enjoying it. Dan Lanning was definitely basking in his moment, as is his right to do. Um, even he's given the props to Dion in his moment. Okay. So you don't think the Colorado story has been downgraded significantly? I don't, actually. Okay. But what if they get blown out like they did last week against USC as well? Another 21-point spread. Yeah. Then are you ready to admit that the the wind will go out of the sails? Because I think it's still the biggest story in college football, but I think a lot of that was driven by the 3-0 and start, how much success they had. So I think as they come, if they come back to earth, then it'll be a great story, but it was an all-consuming yes. fire of a story before. It, it can't keep that up if they don't win. Here was Dion himself talking about the blowout loss to Oregon. One thing that I could say honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're going to be. You better get me right now. God bless him, though, man. He's a great coach. He did a great job. God bless him. He take their shots. They won. I don't shoot. I don't do that. They won. There you go. Uh... Again, Sean Payton might be able to learn something from Dion, but I... Next question. <laughs> it's going to next question after you lose by 50. Anyway, um, I think Dion had the proper... Listen, there was no other perspective to have. They got thoroughly embarrassed. Well, I don't want to say embarrassed. They got thoroughly beaten. I don't know if they got embarrassed. Now, we do know that the what? Colorado players were talking some serious trash before the game. I don't know if Oregon was too, but on the Oregon uh, video that they put out, yeah. like the cinematic retelling of the entire day, you see Oregon players talking trash. Excuse me. You see Colorado players talking trash before the game, and Oregon's not responding in any way. And then they go out and they yeah, beat I, them thoroughly. I don't quite know why Oregon did that. I mean, they're sort of... They're guess, basking in their moment. To the victor playing, goes the spoils. I guess they're playing Dion's game. But yeah. then again, they have, they have, I think, five games against ranked teams in the next seven or eight weeks, like... Come on. 
you beat Colorado, act like you've been there before. That's how I, I guess I'm, I'm old school in a different way than Dion claims to be old school. Like, wh- why did you, did they really have to put that video out where the Colorado, like, were they that bothered by the Buffaloes talking trash to them? That I, happens to every game, doesn't well, it? I think they were. I mean, let's remember Dan Lanning's pregame speech sounded like yeah. this. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Listen, I think that Dan Lanning clearly knew, and he was talking to his team. I don't think, you know, people have pointed out, uh, rightfully so, like, hey, if you're saying Dion's doing this for clicks, why would you let the cameras in your locker room right before you're giving this very fiery speech saying you're not in it for the clicks when you know that this is likely going to go viral or you think it could? I think he's talking to his players. He knows exactly what's going to pump them up. Like, they've been hearing yeah. this, and I think he pushed, obviously, the right button there. So who is the Oregon video maker, uh, film guy, speaking to when he puts out that video of Shador Sanders uh, talking I, trash? I think that that's for recruits. Okay. It's always about recruits, isn't it? I mean, I just think they wanted to p- paint themselves in this way, saying, listen— Dion is not going to come out afterwards and say that they made it personal. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Oregon didn't make it personal. If anything, Colorado made it Dion personal. Dion has come out and said they made it personal. Oh, but, did he? <laughs> oh, he said all three coaches he faced have taken digs at him in an interview with USA Today. But anyway. All three. Well, he's played four I games. Mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he said the last three. Oh, the last three? Who was the first game? Oh, Sonny Dyke. Him and Sonny Dyke. So that was a love affair. I yeah, mean, they no, hugged friends. mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see that often. Samter has an update to the story. Yes, Samter. So Dion is not one to mince words and not pay attention to important words. So apparently Dion has filed for five new trademarks. Uh, a couple of them seem fine. Are you sure this was from a real? This is a real story. This is a real story okay. coming from a trademark attorney. It's been retweeted by our friends Dove Kleinman and Ari, uh, Ari, whatever his last name is, and a variety of other NFL, <laughs> a variety of other NFL, um, uh, a variety of other shadowy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> international <laughs> NFL sites. NFL aggregators. Yes, yeah. okay. yes. But uh, it, this is it does come from uh, Josh Gerben, who is a trademark attorney. Okay. Uh, and his entire feed is all about trademarks and. He has five trademarks that he put out there. One is Ain't Nobody Care. Sure, I guess. Uh, Two, F Around and Find Out, which how do you trademark that because everyone uses it? I didn't know you could. I'm surprised, A, someone hasn't trademarked it yet, but who's that attributed to? Dion didn't make that up. No, I haven't even heard him say it yet, but okay, maybe that's something they say. Maybe it's personal you could trademark, but that's not one of them. There it is. Uh, we keep receipts. Sure, we've heard him say that, and that's something they're doing. But again, I don't a know how to trademark A lot of people have used that. Sure. These last two I'm a little bit uh, iffy about. Number four, Pitbull in pumps. Hmm. He's that's the one I think he actually can get. Pitbull <laughs> never heard anyone else say that. But what is that even? Oh, like the pump-up shoes? No, like I think Reeboks? it's probably like, you know, you see like... Like uh, Brown? No, like 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 wearing high heels. You see a Pitbull wearing high heels. Maybe you underestimate them, but really they're they're a killer. Right, you you look hmm. at a dog wearing high heel shoes, you're like, oh, this guy's nothing to worry about. But really, it's a pit bull. Hmm. I think that's what it means, but I don't know. Maybe he's talking about the singer and pump up shoes and Dee Brown. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, and the last one is even more confounding: working or twerking. Yeah. What? Oh, that one I like. Working or twerking? Like, are you working or are you just showing off? I get it, but like, why did he say you, that? Are you? I don't know. And are you trademarking this for a football team? Yeah, I like that one. 
I think that's your winner. Yeah, but if the I mean, if I see Colorado Buffalo players twerking at any point, then they're already lost. And by the way, <laughs> I think it, it's a figure speech, but yes. If anybody here ever says, "Are you working or twerking?" I am immediately going to have an issue. I'm going to say that. I sh- I'm going to say it when I walk in the door tomorrow. <laughs> Are That's you what working? we're doing here. We working or twerking? If anyone ever says it to me, I'm immediately going to start twerking. <laughs> and I'd be like, first Yikes. of all, that's a trademark violation. <laughs> Secondly, the, the thing about these things is they only sound cool when Dion says them. If I say any of these things, they sound idiotic. Yeah, if you came in and you were like, what is this, a pit bull and pumps? I'd be like, eh. So wait, did, Pat, the did Pat Riley ever successfully trademark 3P? I think he did. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So you basically, you could take something like it's personal and trademark it, even though yeah. millions of people have said it before you and millions will say it after you. Yes. So how do you get that trademark? You Is the trademark supposed to be original intellectual thought? Like pick people and punks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Bart Scott was able to trademark Can't Wait. I How think, many people I think said can't wait? Really? Yeah, yeah, I think if the line is like associated with you, even if it's a line that other people have used, if people see can't wait, they're probably thinking of Bart Scott. Wait, it's wait, personal, so well, not maybe. like, but like football fans, not yeah. just like the world. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, what? How does a trademark work? Does he get money when people say "can't wait"? No, he was able to use it on promotional material. Yes, and oh. now just an update for it. Also, and it other people like, couldn't. Yes. What? Yeah, it looks like also last week he did also apply for trademarks for Coach Prime, It's Personal, Daddy Buck, and Prime Effect. So that's nine trademarks okay, to apply for. So in here's a, week. a question. That probably takes a little bit of time to apply for these trademarks. Oh, well, I mean, should we be like, are we watching film? What are we doing? There's probably <laughs> someone else who's applying for it. I'm sure Deion Sanders has a lawyer too, right? Should we create t-shirts now that say it's personal on it? Just, so that when <laughs> Just to actually, get in before? Yeah, get in before the trademark goes through. Uh, Deion's weeks must be insane because he does a million interviews and but I think he trusts, he brought in all those all-star coaches underneath him. I think he trusts them to do game plan, right? Well, I mean, coaches to be a CEO anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's hit the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Sean is in Florida, wants to talk about Deion Sanders. Hey, Sean. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, I just wanted to say I'm down here in the south, uh, up here in the, the Emerald Coast, Uh and uh, and where I'm from, it definitely has not in the heart of SEC country. And Dion is still probably the biggest thing going right now. Yeah, so, nothing's uh, changed. Yeah. We're, we're, I don't. I don't think that. I think that it's like in every big story that you've seen, like any Disney movie, right? There's always something tragic that happens. I think this is that moment where they got like smashed, and now it's like okay, now they gotta. They, they kind of took away from that. Oh, we can't lose. We're like. You know, they because they were thinking. You know, I think his son even said something about only thing different about these guys is they're just a little bit faster on the edges, or something. And I think now they realize, hey, uh, some of these big team schools they got you know they yeah, got a lot better players than we do. Yeah, Sean. I mean, Shador's been sacked twenty two times. Uh, but thank you for the phone call because I appreciate you backing up what I was saying here, which is Dion's still the biggest story, even after losing forty two to six. But I do think that Oregon has gotten a really nice bump from this. We see you guys on the phones. We're going to get back to your calls in just one minute. Uh, more on Dion, more on Perloff trying to locate a Buffalo suit to wear because you lost a bet. That got Ackerman's attention. Ack, you got a Buffalo suit for Perloff? I do not, but you know I wouldn't mind upset. seeing that. It's better than being uh, you know run over by the Buffalo. <laughs> well, that might be happening next. You know, Ralph gets you get the horns. Ralphie gets a hold of you, boom. Oh, yeah. that thing Sounds is crazy. Yeah. 
So the yeah, Buffalo- I will not be. I will not move at the speed of Ralphie. <laughs> You're safe, Zach. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff after this CBS Sports update. Here's Rich. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. I'm so excited because I know who it is this week. I was wondering if Stu took mercy and put and gave it to my Buffalo Bills. No, no, no. The first time he no, will have picked any of my teams for Navy Federal. Who's the individual on the Bills, though? Well, it could I, have been the Bills as a team. I could think it's Miles Garrett. He's huge. Just, oh, he's just, my pick for defensive player of the year. He just tore a new one of uh, the Titans. Uh, but it could have been Bernard from the Bills, the linebacker. Um, Wow, he's smiling. Is it the Bills? No. Oh. Perloff's right. It's <laughs> yeah. Miles Garrett. Three Jeez. and a half sacks, forced fumble against the Titans. You guys are like on the same wavelength. Yeah, Perloff's getting really good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, in your head, Stu. I think, well, first of all, Garrett was, that was so ridiculous. Poor Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the Bills, who, who, who did the guy, who said Bernard, that? Bernard, he's the guy who's replacing Tremaine Edmonds. He was excellent. There you go. Yeah, shutting down the Washington Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to get you the Navy Federal Credit shutting Union. Shutting down Ryan Tannehill should it? Tannehill stinks. Uh, I be, be, wouldn't be surprised if they're in the mix for the AFC South along with the Colts and well, the Texans. Well, that's just because the, the Jags stink. Thank you. I'm no longer in my survivor pool. Ooh. Thanks for nothing, Jacksonville. <laughs> Should have known. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. All right. Jeff is in Pittsburgh. Has a thought on Deion Sanders. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Oh, good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Hey, uh, well, I wanted to talk about Dion, but now you guys got me talking. It's like, it's not. It's not Garrett. It's not whoever you talked about. It's 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 all day, every day. T.J. Watt, mm. not just defensive MVP, MVP of the league. T.J. Watt when he's on the field. They have to win a lot of games for T.J. Watt to be in consideration for that. Because right now, I know they won, and they beat the Raiders, but that team does not look great. If they're seven oh. and or eight and nine, he can't be MVP. No, no, no doubt. I I totally agree, but. It doesn't matter if they're playing the Raiders or if they're playing the Niners. T.J. Watt's going to get hits. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, You're right. And also, because Dallas lost, I mean, takes a little shine off Michael Parsons, at least for a week. Yeah. That could crack the door open for someone else. What else do you got, Jeff? Uh, just real quick. With Dion, it's like, I want to kind of like the guy, but there's some things he said I just can't get. Like, it, like every time they lose or if they get blown out, is it going to be – well, you better get me now. You, I mean, what coach says that? Name another coach ever in college football that has said, well, you better get us now because we're coming. Yeah, but Jeff, that's the thing. Dion, this is why Dion is not like every other coach. This is why he's become such a big story. Because, yes, no one's doing and saying the things like Dion does. And thank you for the phone call. Nobody's wearing the sunglasses and hat like he's doing. No one went into the transfer portal like he did to that extent, right? All these things that have caused criticism for Dion, this is why, because no one else is like this. No one else would say that. Yeah, I, I kind of understand what he's saying, though. It is, uh, 
I feel like Dion is now eating up. We're getting into the end of September, early October. Aren't we going to talk about it? Some other college football stories. Not, not we, not you and me. I yeah. mean, as a country, he kind of has to be competitive against USC or then it's time to turn because there's going to be a final four this year. You know, the college football is actually going to play out the season, even if Dion is not a big part of like the playoff picture. Are people they aware are. of this? <laughs> yeah. I am kidding. Uh, okay. Our pal Nick in Texas is calling to gloat. Right alongside me, big winners, Nick and I, uh, of our bet, show bet versus Andrew Perloff. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Maggie, good afternoon. Perloff, Perloff, Perloff. Well, you're always fuzzy with the bets and details, so I figured I'd call in, kind of clear that up with you, <laughs> and let you know how it's supposed to be going down. Fair. Uh, Nick knows as well. <laughs> but quickly, I do have a comment on the Colorado. I mean, I think they're going to just... Now that they've had that loss, they're just going to fall into the college mix until they do come back and be the big-ranked team. And so he'll, his hype will come back then. But until then, he's going to cool off, and he's just going to be in the mix, and we'll start talking about some of those other teams that are top-ranked. Yeah, you know, I well, I might disagree with you on that, Nick, but I think Oregon did get a big bump from this. They have, And they're riding that wave. To what? Agreed. What, what good is that going to do them? What does that have to do with their game against Washington, their well, game against Utah, their game against Washington State? I don't know. I I've, I think a lot of people are going to maybe be a little bit more interested in Oregon because they looked like an absolute freight train against Colorado. And mm, I, th- I think I, people made that a referendum on Colorado. I think a lot depends on the USC game. If Colorado can give USC a game or win that game, then Oregon's going to look better. But if USC does the same thing that Oregon did, then, right. then it'll just be white noise. Nick, what else you got? Well, yeah, so uh, I've been sending Pearl some pictures now. He's totally embellishing, like, what I've been sending him. No $4,000, like, oh, couture-type buffalo suit. <laughs> no, I did send him one that was, like, $400, yeah. But, uh, no, I even found him some that yeah. would be within his daughter's, you know, uh, allowance budget. You know, I found one that's got hat with horns. Now, good luck if you can find a costume to fit his tall, you know, body style. But, uh, no, I've sent him some yeah. good Wait. options for him that so, he can look I- over. You said a full body, a cartoon buffalo onesie that is very reasonably priced. But if you pull it up, Nick, I just say to Maggie, is that a tail between his legs? Because what's going on with that one? I know he's a, it's a male buffalo here, but I feel like that's going to cause me some problems. Yeah. In this office, you might get, uh, yeah, you might get some looks for that. Uh, yeah, I'm into the, I, I mean, you got to go onesie, right? If, if given the opportunity to go buffalo onesie, you got to go a full body. I think you got to do it. Yeah. All right. I agree. All right, I will. I will purchase this, and I will wear Preston, a buffalo. What size do you think? But Nick wait. has a point. You're you're six foot four. I'm six four. Yeah, they only go up to large here, but I can I can wear a small. Wait, but buffalo. you you have put on the duck suit before, right? Yeah, it was I, a little small, but it worked. Now I just think that we're going to get a reputation <laughs> as a show if I'm wearing a buffalo onesie and you're wearing a duck onesie. People mm. are going to be like, "What is going on there?" You don't think they already say that? <laughs> I'm wearing a duck <laughs> suit. We're destroying Carson Wentz posters. You're about to eat Skyline Chili with no hands coming up soon. Uh, You've eaten peanut that... butter. I've eaten jelly. Stu's about to eat a loaf of white bread. <laughs> I just think the visual of a duck and a buff people would be like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Animal Planet. <laughs> Is this a kid show, an adult show? I don't know what's happening over there. <laughs> Nick, congrats. You won the bet, and now Perloff is going to dress up like a buffalo. So thank you. Boom, back on the winning track. <laughs> here you go, Nick. Appreciate that. Hi to the family, as always. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, that is very interesting. You know, back, though, to, like, why are we talking about, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Why are we talking about Ohio State? 
beating Notre Dame. Why are we talking I'd love about, to talk about that? The fact that Georgia is about to be the first team possibly to three peat since 1930. The fact that Michigan, one of the premier programs who hasn't won a title in forever, has an amazing chance to win the title this year. The fact that Texas is in the top three. There's so many stories. When is Dion going to let go of the news cycle and let us talk about all those things? The answer to that is never. No, the answer is if they get blown up by USC. Then it, then. Do you think they are? I don't think so. They're going to be at home. I I didn't think they were going to get blown up by Oregon. No, I do. USC's I, defense is not very good. Yeah, but USC's a really good team, too. I mean, they are. listen, I just think Dion said it at the beginning of the season. In the trenches, there's no reason that he's he should not be able to compete. Like He's like, I haven't built the team I want there yet. I feel like next year's Colorado team should be able to be close to these teams. But there's, it doesn't make any sense that they would be ready to go against USC. You know, Shador sacked 22 times. Yeah. He's lines. never taken that kind of punishment before. Listen, he's a big dude, but you start to get a little worried about whether he can stay healthy back there. He took some big hits on Saturday. You know, for me, too, one of the big issues is, is this a system that Deion is creating, or is it partly because his son is an amazing quarterback who happens to be with him? So if he loses Shador, which he may not, he's trying to get Shador to come back, does it, the whole thing fall apart a little bit? Like, is he going to be able to replace Shador Sanders? Well, I don't think that Shador is going to have to worry about this necessarily because I still think that Caleb Williams has a pretty strong hold on that number one overall pick next year yeah. because if it's Chicago, I mean, you don't want your son going there. And wow. I don't think Caleb Williams' dad is going to want his son going wow. there. Except that Dion can make that. This could be a new coach too. So that's a different – I mean, if it's Harbaugh, if Dion himself wants it, I mean, there's a lot going on in Chicago. He could have the coach of his choice. Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. So much to do, including check it in with the most interesting quarterback in the NFL. We will do that in moments. Don't move, Maggie Perloff, and you on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 